This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning your day or your entire life all over again, only this time with a loving God at the center. We hope you experience joy from listening and find yourself (laughs) laughing and living it up on the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their Facebook page at Living It Up Beginning Again or their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. It is a beautiful day today in Dallas, Texas. How are y'all doing? It's, uh, man, blue skies around us. And, uh, you know, I was looking out just earlier and uh, didn't notice many clouds. Now, my wife, she loves clouds because in the, in the summer, it breaks the heat. But, honey, today there's no clouds and it's uh, 70 degrees, so you have to live with it. Well, so. it's also spring, and I, yeah. I, I love spring. Not because my birthday's coming up, hint, hint. But <laughs> well, you got you got nice flowers I today, did. starting your birthday and week. They're yellow, so, and I yeah. love yellow. It's happy, and you also got it into a vase I can keep later, honey. Yeah. You've gotten to the hang of that now, after eight years of seeing, can she use the vase later on? <laughs> I can, thank you. Your well, buddy did good. Well, thank you. Yeah, buddies are, are Westy, and so it, it was actually his idea, and I appreciate him giving it to me, so... <laughs> Well, speaking of spring, it represents change, and change is good. It is good. In some ways. Well, it is. You know, it's necessary, you know, and... uh, But in some ways, it's not. Right. That's when you're trying to force change on another person. Well, when you don't try to force something on someone, possibly it could be a change in you. Uh That might be your character, you know, especially ladies. I'm not picking on y'all, but a lot of times you want to change your man. You know, but when you choose not to and pray about it, then you're really making a change in yourself. So, like I say, change is good. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna speak on that today, just just a little bit. And and uh, I think my lovely wife Teresa may start it off. Yeah, so. if we if we go back a little bit in time, and when we were dating, I remember that I noticed that you had some very strange sleeping patterns. Yes. And during my time of singleness before we married, I, that was almost nine years for me. And I had developed a, a really great pattern of going to bed at 9.30, asleep at 10, and I would wake up at 5.30 with no alarm. Mm. And I can't prove this because I didn't do my research, but I found out during those days that the best time to sleep anyway was between 10 and, and 2. Mm. Those are the healing hours, and I, I'm, I'm a witness to that. It really accelerated my healing. I believe that after coming through a lot of traumatic um, years in my previous marriage during those, t- those times of putting my life back together, reinventing myself. So I'm here to say that, that was, that's powerful. If, if you have um, questions about sleep, we're just here to tell you how important it is for your relationship too. But anyway, I noticed that Scott had some very unhealthy, I'm going to go ahead and say it, sleeping patterns. Um, I learned, though, that um, trying to change someone is not good in a marriage. And so having learned that from my past experiences, I decided, what what am I going to do about this situation? Because I was in such a really good place um, for us to meet and, and get serious. But this was one area I thought, I can't do this. I've made too much progress. What am I going to do? Trying to change him is not going to work. Been there, done that. I'm not doing that again. So I just tried to lead by example. And uh, I noticed, 
you know, that you were sick all the time. Mm-hmm. We would talk on the phone, and he, it was another, you know, sinus infection, another sore throat, another trip to the emergency room for just weird stuff. And uh, I just said, honey, you're sick all the time. And so, anyway, I began to let him understand that I had some boundaries set up. I couldn't really talk on the phone after a certain period of time because I was going to be asleep. And that was hard for me, but I... I, I had the motive was love for him to possibly ease him into that. So that when we got married, you know, he could completely come over to my side without me having to say anything. And, you know, it worked. Once we got married and got adjusted, it was a gradual thing because you're a night owl and I'm not. Yeah. And so once I stuck to my guns and what I had learned about myself, you know, usually in a, in a marriage, you're going to take on somebody's pattern. And if one of you is not strong enough, it's going to be the unhealthy one. And you were strong in different ways where I wasn't. But I was strong in this one because I had results. And so once you begin to, you know, listen to um, what I was saying about me, I kept the focus on me, you kind of dabbled into this sleep thing and ended up, you know, getting stronger and just things begin to 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 work better for you. I'm going to let you talk about that because that's your own thing. But what I learn, people, uh, ladies and gentlemen listening, is I did not try to change Scott. And I realized when I was dating him, can I live with this? And if I couldn't, I didn't need to pursue him anymore in our relationship. So I, I decided, no, this is the man that God has for me. I'm not going to try to change him. Um, I'm just going to try to help him. And become the helpmate that I had learned I was supposed to be anyway. Yeah. So, that's my take on it, honey. How did you interpret it? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, I, and also, you know, when you, when you're in a marriage and, and a new relationship, I mean, you really have a choice. You know, I mean, you can adapt, or you can try to change your mate, and 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 try to change them. So, I knew that. Teresa would not go over uh, to my side as far as being a night owl. And so, and I did recognize that I had um, some really bad habits. I mean, I, I got these habits when I was a young child. I started working at a very young age. And I wouldn't go to bed till 2, 2.30 in the morning. And then go to school at 6.30 or 7 every day. And so it it was it was normal for me but then again you know my health was suffering because of it and i didn't even see it but you know in in second corinthians 5:17 it says the old is gone the new has come well when you get married the old is gone you know and the new has come i mean i wasn't single anymore and so you know what i figured you know let's try this let's try this out Let's try this uh, this sleep this sleeping uh, <laughs> the sleeping thing uh, you know let's try it. Well, I did, and I'm telling you, it, it's changed me as far as my health and the way I feel. I mean, if I don't get six and a half, seven hours of sleep a night on average, then you know I'm I'm it's just not good for me now. And before I've been getting three hours, maybe three and a half hours of sleep a night. Well, that's ridiculous. Now that I look back at it, but you know, treat. I didn't nag you, did I? No, and, and in the Bible at all. Day, I would have. And in Proverbs, it also says a nagging wife is like rain on a roof. You know, I'm not sure which uh, which one that uh, that verse is, but yeah. you can look it up. I wasn't going to do that again. No, but but no, Teresa never nagged me about it, but she prayed she prayed me through it. 
you I know. Keep my mouth shut like it says in First yeah. Peter to do too. And just like Teresa, Teresa, you know, this is another podcast, but you know, she may, she has a little bit of a fear issue on some things, and so I've never tried to change her on that, but you know, I've tried to help her through it, um, but but praying for her, you know, whether with her or without her, you know, by myself with the Lord and just pleading on her case. That's what you do, you know. This is marriage maintenance, is what this is. This is how you maintain your marriage. This is how you you go forward in your marriage. And, and how you grow together. Don't try to change each other. Pray for each other. That's God's job. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do about Him. And some some of the ladies are probably not going to want to hear this, but it also says in 1 Corinthians eleven nine that neither was man created for the woman, but the woman was created for the man. Like it or not, ladies, mm-hmm. if you're trying to have a biblical marriage, a biblical relationship to begin with, Go on and and work with the Lord on that and get that into your heart. And it also says in um, Genesis 2.18, when the Lord said, It's not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. I know the translation says, It's not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. It doesn't say a mother. It doesn't say a coach. It says a helpmate. And so, you know, those were eye-openers for me because um you know we live in such a society that i am woman hear me roar and you know when you're hurt like i was and you take control of your life and the situation being submissive is is very difficult but it's god's way and so once i got into my head that i was the helper to scott everything changed you know, and, and thanks, Teresa, for, for mentioning those verses. And also, you know, guys, in Ephesians 5, 25, it says, Love your wife as Christ loved the church and, he, and gave himself for her. They don't know what that means. Well, what that means is, is simple, okay? Your wife is not someone who walks behind you. Your wife is not someone who walks in front of you. Your wife is that person who walks beside you and holds your hand. And you both help each other out. And if troubles come and things happen, you will lay down your life for your wife. That's simple as that. If a bullet's coming towards both of you, you'll jump in front of it. Okay, guys? This is for you guys. And one of those bullets may be, hey, you know what, man? I got habits. I need to change. It's coming towards me. But you need to lay down your life for it. And that's the dying part. That habit is... When it says, you know, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Mm-hmm. What are you willing to die for? Yeah. Are you willing to die for a bad habit? Are you willing to die for a sleep habit, a poor sleeping habit? This is a light, you know, example, but that's what that means. Willing to lay down. What are you willing to lay down for her? And no, it, it, pride gets in the way, but if you everybody will just remember, God will honor it. Mm-hmm. He will honor it. That's right, guys. And, you know, Teresa and I, you know, this is another podcast we'll discuss. You know, we were both married before, and we were both single for nine years. And I tell you, you know, this change that I needed to, to happen to me was how to love a woman, but a woman of God. And I prayed for three years for that before God, you know, graced me with Teresa. I mean, guys, really and truly, if, if you're not a believer in Christ, 
it's hard to have the example of how to treat your wife. Okay? Because Jesus was all about that, man. He was all about being a servant and loving others first. Now, he's a strong man. He's a man's man. But he was a real man. Wow, this, the time has flown. It's already almost 12 minutes. That's Unbelievable. right. Unbelievable. Wow. Well, you know, like we said, you know, we're, what we're talking about now and what we're talking about today is, is change. It's like marriage maintenance today. It is marriage maintenance. Okay. And, and that's what we all have to do, I you like know, as, as couples is to ma- have maintenance. You know, do you take your car in for maintenance? Yeah. You get your air conditioner maintained every year before the summer comes. So you won't, it won't break down on you. Yeah, you sure do. Then why would you not do maintenance on your marriage? Okay, this is what this is all about. We love you, you know. Now, you know, marriage, you know, uh, we all have our bad times and our good times. But if you don't have marriage maintenance, man, I'll tell you what, you're going to find yourself in the hands of, uh, of the evil one, and he's going to play havoc on it. And surround yourself with other couples who, who you're on the same page with, who want a healthy marriage, who are willing to do what it takes to maintain their their marriage. And because well, you get with other couples where the woman you get off with the women and they talk about him, and mm-hmm. he gets off with them, and, and y'all y'all talk about that is so bad. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Of that. You know, if you want if you want to bring your grievance or anything against your spouse, the only person and you need to bring it to is Jesus. Yeah. That's it. Don't talk about your spouse with other people or about them. Come on now. You fell in love with your spouse. You lo- you love your spouse. Yeah. And so let's get on the road of maintenance. Mm-hmm. It okay. Help you stay in love. And stay in love. That's right. And he didn't do it at all in these thirteen minutes. So he <laughs> is telling the truth. <laughs> but anyway, you know. Also, you know, like we mentioned. Giving your life to Christ, having a relationship with Him, whether you're a woman or a man, that's where the maintenance begins. So some of you listening to this podcast may be thinking, man, I don't know if I can do this. Well, you can't. But He can. So if you haven't given your life to Jesus, fully surrendered to Him, I encourage you to do that today. And Teresa, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, a prayer, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, and I really pray that some people listening to our podcast today will give their life and surrender it to Jesus, and learn how to love their spouse. Mm-hmm. So, Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for this podcast. We thank you for everyone who's listening today. And if you've never given your life to Christ, Lord, I'd like to lead them in a prayer. Just repeat after me, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Lord, I know that you you died for me on the cross and you rose again on the third day. And you said you'll forgive me for all my sins if I ask you. Lord, please forgive me of my sins. Lord, teach me. Lord, teach me how to love my spouse the way that you love the church. And and if those of you that are not married, teach me how to prepare myself. Mm -hmm. Lord, today I surrender my life to you. In Jesus' holy name, amen. This was great. We sure enjoy spending our time with you.
Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. Until the next time, keep living it up while beginning again.